1: It's time Time to escape from the real world and transport ourselves to the fantasy world. Hi everyone, my name is Mel and welcome to K-Dreaming. Hello K-Dreamers, we are back with another episode where we indulge into one of my favorite guilty pleasures, K-Dramas and K-Pop. I had so much fun with my friend Anna last time. I just had to bring her back on for another episode. So everyone say hello to Anna again. Hi Anna. Hello again. <laughs> Anna, I'm actually really excited for this episode because um, I need to know your opinion. Cause sometimes we are we differ an opinion on this topic, which I'll share in a bit. Mm-hmm. But to give a little quick story, Anna and I recently had a meeting with our moderators for our Korean drama Soulmates. And I find that whenever K-drama fans are together, there's just this fun mutual energy that just there. And, I don't know, we just had so much fun talking with our moderators about K-dramas, so that was really cool. Totally, yeah. Right? They're so nice. They're all from all over. There's one from Orange County, one from Toronto, one from, like, Philly.
2: Like Yeah, Philly, South Jersey, I guess, yeah.
1: Yeah, crazy. So I actually saw that so many people joined, which is really exciting because we are now watching four K-dramas at once. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in joining, please check out my link tree and my link in bio to join in on this, like, cycle of watching four K-dramas. Um, But actually after the meeting I was reflecting back and you know thinking that you know we're entering the last quarter of the year which is 2022. I thought it'd be really fitting to talk through the best and worst Korean dramas of the year because there has been a lot of K-drama content consumed between the two of us and many people around the world. Oh my gosh
2: so much. So much. Too much. Just
1: kidding not enough. Do you actually write a list of all the shows you watch when you finish? Do you do that?
2: No but that's why when I was prepping for this I like tried to like come up with a list and it was just too long oh really yeah i was like holy
1: moly i have watched so much i think we too we do watch a lot of shows so i I started this thing ever since the pandemic i literally have a list that uh, title shows i watch and like there's a master list of like everything from like korean dramas to like american shows to i break down the k-dramas i watched and so far for 2022 i watched 12 shows oh my gosh that's smart. I should start doing, doing that. Much? I should start doing that. But twelve shows of just Korean dramas? Twelve Korean dramas of the year so far. That's pretty good. That's a lot. I watched like twenty like two years ago. I think I'm just insane. But I thought we could talk through just this year and the shows that we watch and like kind of talk to the favorites and like the not so favorites. I feel like people don't talk about the the ones they don't like as much because I don't know. Maybe we're just we're just uh want to be cordial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But let's start it off with you know the good the positive stuff. So, Anna, what are your top 3 K-dramas of 2022 and like why are these your favorites? Okay, so I tried to think about like
2: a few dimensions of like, you know, what what considered what's considered best to me because I feel like there was a lot of K-drama content just building off of 2021. 2021 was like a great year. We had, you know, Crash and we had Startup. We had like all... Wait, was
1: Crash 2021?
2: Maybe it was before. Wait, Crash was Maybe...
1: 2019... I think it's the end of 2019. Okay,
2: I watched it in 2021. Because <laughs> 2021 was like my foray. So I like binged a lot. But it just felt like a big year. And so, you know, 2022 is a big lead up. And we have like all these platforms, right? Apple mm-hmm. TV came into the mix. We always have Vicky. We always have Netflix. And then, you know, a lot of stuff that I learned from like our soulmates group of like what people were watching, like through like Drama Cool or, or like other sites. But I will say, I think my favorites are still, um, I noticed that they're all Netflix K dramas. Ooh. Yeah. So my top three in no particular order are um, Little Woman. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is like recency bias, but I also think it was just really, really good. Um, extraordinary attorney woo that was like such a good surprise feel good to me um and then the last one might be a surprise to everyone here but juvenile justice
1: oh you watched it i
2: don't think you've watched that i started it it's kind of it's definitely intense it's dark yeah and intense but i really i really enjoyed that one
1: i didn't expect the last one
2: yeah i know i didn't either but um I can, I can share my sleeper hits, but why don't you share yours first, and then we'll kind of talk.
1: Yeah, we can talk to you, like, why they're our favorites. So, mm-hmm. we have some uh, overlapping ones, which is, you know, kind of nice. Um, okay, okay. Also not in any particular order. My first one I put is Little Women. Again, it was the most recent one I just watched, but mm-hmm. I felt like... I haven't felt that way in a while watching a drama where it's like I need to see the next episode and like it kept me on my toes. Yeah, and me and you, I know when it's a good drama where me and you are literally texting, being like, "Oh my god!" and we're like going <laughs> off at different <laughs> hours of the day, and then I'm just like, it just you just know it's a good drama. It's like a totally. talk. It, it's also very talked about. Mm-hmm. I also said extraordinary attorney Woo. Mm, okay. Okay. I think I just didn't that one for me kind of came out of left field because I just didn't had no, I had no expectations going into it, but it was just what I needed at the time. Like it was, Mm. it was like super easy to watch. It was like really wholesome. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it just also was like informative. Like I felt like it opened my eyes to like a different community. And I also like when the soundtrack's good and like, Mm. there's some sweet hits for extraordinary tourney that I like, and I always remember this interesting. Yeah. Um, Last thing I also want to say is I keep thinking about that one scene when she goes, "Whoa, whoa," <laughs> and it and I just kind of like that because it just makes it's a reminder just to like it's okay to like kind of like chill out for a bit sometimes in such a sweet way. Yeah, my last one, my last favorite mm-hmm. is actually Yumi Cell season two. Season two. So you like okay. season one too, right? But. Uh- I liked. I just like all of you, sell. Like, okay, okay. I will say, season one was stronger for me, but it made me look. It made me look forward to season two, which came out this past year. And mm-hmm. maybe it's just because I knew season one, so when I was watching it, it felt familiar. Like for me, again, it's kind of like extraordinary attorney Rue Where it's like it was perfect for what I needed. It wasn't too heavy. Mm-hmm. I could put it on and just literally binge watch that show. And just the element of the cartoons. Ah, yeah. It was just really cute. And um, the romantic parts of it was, like, I just love romance. So it was, like, the perfect combination. And I liked all the cast. Mm. Like, the cast was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, And to this day, I think Yumi Cell soundtrack is still – it's probably my favorite from the last last few years. I did, like, startups, but Yumi Cell, like, I literally – one of the songs is my alarm clock song. Wow. Yeah. So – those are my favorites but
2: i think that's it, cool that like a, a season two like still kind of like lived up to the hype and like what it was still a favorite for you that's like pretty big
1: yeah i it, season twos are rare in you know K dramas. yeah wait so talk through real quick like why did you choose like those three like but you share some things but like why
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think see, like extraordinary. I think it's similar to you. It's like kind of a sleep, like sleeper hit. Came out of left field. Was totally what I also needed at that time of like something light. I also felt like I learned something. I think I noticed just like in in like shows in general. Um, I like really good writing, mm. and I lo- really good acting. Um, and and the writing has to be like cliffhangery or like you know, there's like. Something that's like happening that either needs to get resolved later or like there's a mystery happening or something like that. Yep, yep. And um, so I really love that about Little Woman. Mm-hmm. And like the cinematography for Little Woman is beautiful. Like literally every shot in that drama could be a like photo on the wall, right? Like just so beautiful. And and I like getting, like, immersed into a story mm-hmm. and, like, getting lost in it. And I think these, like, three for me this year, I was, like, it had me thinking after watching it. Juvenile Justice I loved in particular because, like, it was a commentary on the juvenile justice system in Korea, mm-hmm. which already is, like, pretty controversial. And so – and also, like, I love that actress – um i forget her name i think it's akimizu or something but like she's just like so good i watched that drama and then i watched signal which is like a 1990s drama that she was also in just really really good um so yeah those are kind of like i'm i think i'm not i'm less into like the romance mhm but i don't mind like a romance storyline um but there were some like runner-ups for me for the year okay i don't know if you thought about this but there were i thought about a few okay give me give me your runner-ups okay so this was purely the first one is just purely on like i was shocked at how good it was Mm -hmm.
1: remarriage and desires also on netflix (gasps) okay i the yes i will agree i i did not even think about it (laughs) yeah but you got me on that and i was like i again i would i also would recommend that drama
2: yeah, and like that was so just like shockingly unexpected, really good. It wasn't even like the story was like crazy, like nothing was crazy about it, but it was just short and sweet
1: and mm-hmm. the acting was so good and the everyone was so good looking in it. <laughs> I know. Also, obviously there's different types of K-dramas, but We, Marriages and Desires, I also appreciate the cast was older. Yes, yes. I really appreciated that too
2: and it was kind of like a like the divorce arc of like re getting remarried was kind of yeah. i guess like kind of new and yeah and then the other the other two just like if i had to choose like romantic dramas that i thought were really good um i know you didn't like this one but shitting stars i really <sighs> liked i think it's because i like the actress i think she's so cute and like her act i didn't think that i would like it and then it it was just like pleasantly surprised and then the other one is Business Proposal. I actually really liked um, the the girl actress in there, too, um, Kim se And, like, I I thought – I've never seen her in something. Actually, mm-hmm. no, I did see her in something else. But it was just very different. And I was like, oh, this is, like, you know. And, like, for, like, a – you know, like, the storyline is, like, kind of reused. But it was really mm-hmm. cute. Like, they had good chemistry. I don't know. You didn't I, like was-
1: those, so <laughs> – I, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we watched Shooting Stars. Is it Shooting or Shitting Stars? Like, I, I don't know. It's It's got the asterisks on the O. I know. If you guys, yeah, if you Google the title, you're like, how do you say this? But I, cause Shooting Stars was a Soulmates K drama. And I was like, okay, so of, of course I'm going to watch every episode, but I was like, this is a hell underwhelming for me. <gasps> and the thing is, like, I like her too, because I liked her in Weightlifting Fairy. Oh. And then the other one, she's got, right. yeah. She also dated Nam Joo so that oh. was, like, a huge, like, oh, my God moment. You didn't know? No. Oh, my God. So, side wow. tangent, they were both stars of Weightlifting Fair, and they after, the, like, during the middle of the season, or after it ended, they it got publicized, they were dating, and it was, like, crazy. Oh, my gosh. But they broke Dang, up. Dang, had I known that in that time, I would have died. But, I yeah, know. That's sad. Um, that, which one is that the one you said? You said, um, business proposal? Oh, uh, yeah. I, like, started it and I liked it at first, and then, like, okay. I think it's a really, it's a very sweet, simple one. If you want to like just watch something easy, yeah, like really easy. Yes, uh, like my like for example, if you're really into like cheesy Christmas romantic movies, business proposals for you. Like my roommate, yes, ate that shit up. She like binge watched it, and I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's seen the story done man, so many times, <laughs> so it was all right. But I could see what you know why you'd enjoy it. Um, yeah, yeah. Wait, so what is it about like romance that you enjoy? like, you know what's weird? Like, for example, like, Yumi's cell, I feel like that storyline, like, I like a little bit of, like, a different element to a romance, which is, like, the cartoon or, like, the brain element of, like, every cell. Okay. But Yumi's, maybe because for me, I'm like, oh, her life is so aesthetic. She's, like, a typical, like, nine-to-five worker trying to find her passion. She's a cute-ass apartment, and she's dating, and it's just, like, feels, like, normal, but a little Mm. bit maybe more aesthetic and elevated that i'm just like oh i could see myself in this or i want to see myself in that versus mm. like other shows that are more like slice of life could be a little slower and maybe not you know which i will share about my other mm. dramas that i watched this year yeah yeah but, yeah yeah you mean so it just it felt kind of like i think watching it it makes me think about what would i do in these situations like how would i like what would it, what would what would it be like for me and i think oh, they painted the story really relatable to someone maybe my age and, like, my lifestyle. So I extra, I extra, leave that at word? I, like, liked you myself. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Okay.
0: Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin.
1: All right, Anna, so we kind of talked to our favorite dramas and why they're our favorites from the elements of, like, the, you know, the cinematography, the acting, like, all these little things. But we can't talk about the best dramas without talking about the worst dramas, which, I again, like I Mm -hmm. mentioned, I don't think anyone really says if K-dramas suck. Yeah. Because I think maybe there's so much, like, bias towards an actor or things like that. But to you, what K-dramas or K- or one did you like the least and why? So... My
2: measure was, like, one, I think, is, like, did I finish it? Mm. And then, two, it's, like, did, you know, at the end of it, could I have watched, could I have skipped it? Um, And I know, I think this one's going to be controversial because I know a lot of people like this one. But for me, I least liked twenty five twenty one. Okay. It was interesting because, like, it really got me in, like, the first, like, two episodes. But the parts that that got me were, like, the stuff with, like, Nam ji like, family and, like, how he, like, they became, like, poor because of IMF and stuff. But then, like, the actual story plot of, like, Kim Tae-ri and, like, the fa- – it just – I don't know. It kind of fell flat for me. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think that is, like, prob- probably on, like, the bottom, the bottom of my, my list.
1: How about you? Um, I also have so my answer. My answer. I was considering twenty five, twenty one, too, which I'll share a little bit later. Why? Really? Yeah. I, I <sighs> thought you liked that one. Mm, I literally. Okay, I'll say this. I just finished it <gasps> because it took me so long to finish. Mm. So you know what? Maybe I'll just answer my my question or my answer to this now. But yeah. So another uh, for me a question I'm gonna ask you later is like what K drama didn't meet the hype for me twenty five twenty one didn't meet the hype for me at all because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's weird because it just felt hella slow for me like i'm like yeah. dude i can't get into this yeah and it's hard because hella people liked it and like my friends are like dude you're gonna cry so much and and like they really they really appreciate the writing of it and the realness of it yeah but it was okay for me like yes i did cry during Same. some scenes but i struggled watching every episode like yeah i got struggled like literally i watch it during lunch and i'm like I had no desire to really finish it. Maybe towards the end, I was like more inclined to, but it's weird because I actually don't mind this type of drama because I actually really like Hospital Playlist. It wasn't the most amazing, but I enjoyed this idea of like slice of life, group of friends, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff, but I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just the style of it. And maybe like, like I liked the vintage aspect of, you know, in the nineties and stuff like that, but maybe maybe. Since I didn't grow up in Korea, it was a different type of relatability and nostalgia I didn't understand. Mm. But granted, other people felt that way too. But it's just hard because I think sometimes I felt... I liked the characters, but some scenes just really frustrated me. Yeah. So for me, it was like, okay, but it wasn't like... It didn't meet the hype, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Did you just... And this might be
1: a small tangent, but did you ever watch the Reply series? So that's another thing is like, okay everyone's telling me to watch reply i only watched one reply series the one with um yeah the one when they were like this the uh is it the god kind of thing like the 80s one right I yeah that one. the 89 i enjoyed it but the other yeah. i started the other one that everyone recommended and it took it still t- takes me a while to get into it
2: yeah so that's same like i think for me i can't i i haven't been able to get into the reply series and i feel like Twenty Five Twenty One is like kind of in that same bucket I don't know what it is for me. Like, it just doesn't resonate. Like, I can't. So many people have told me to watch it. I tried. I tried multiple times. And it's just, it doesn't hook me.
1: Yeah. I feel you. Like, maybe me and you you both could try the Reply one again. Because I'm just like, literally everyone is telling me. Because I could be, this could be a misquote. But I think the writer of Reply did Hospital Playlist. Oh, interesting. Maybe. I could be wrong. But they just all like, the slice of life type of, like, kind of like an uh, like ensemble cast kind of vibe. So maybe. But, like, yeah, it's also weird because I have friends, too, that also, like, did not like Hospital Playlist but really liked 25, 21. So I just – I think it's just – I don't know what it it's is. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. But do you have any other K-dramas you just didn't like from this year?
2: I, I think I had a lot that felt just, like, mid. You know, like – they were fine, and I watched I, – I got through them, um, but nothing I, – I think twenty five twenty one is, like, the bottom. I think you have one,
1: but you, you probably forgot. Oh, wait, what? Which one? Okay, me. so let me, let me share my two least favorite ones. I literally was, like – Okay. I'll just say I struggle real hard to finish <laughs> these two. Like, like, fuck. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the first one is one we actually voted on for Soulmates – this is not a representation of our, our club. There's so many other dramas that we loved and we did really well. I did not like. Now we're breaking up. Like I wrote on my list, and I was like, "What is this?" I had to Google it to be like, "What drama was this that I finished?" Yeah, the Song Ege one, right? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, I could not... I agree. Right? Yes. I okay. So it was slow. I thought the beginnings was the beginning was kind of interesting, and it just got hella annoying. Yeah. Like I don't know what it was, and I also felt like their love story wasn't like i couldn't follow it and then um yeah and it's hard because i really like her i like the actress so much but i think ever since maybe she's going through some stuff maybe i don't know but ever since after descendants i haven't liked anything she's been in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree so that was disappointing very disappointing the guy actor is like really hot but after a while i don't even care the one i will say i like the least like this is is my bottom. bottom my bottom bottom like I would never recommend this drama. It's Forecasting Love and Weather. (gasps) I'm sorry. You hated it that much? It was so bad for me. (laughs) I think the storyline was just so bad. Like, so bad. Wow. The main thing that threw me off... maybe Okay, keep in mind, maybe I was watching kind of more passively, and that could be it, but their love story made fucking zero sense to me like i still don't know this is true like i was like okay you guys are meeting like i understand like there's drama on both sides that made sense from then i feel like when they like progress it went from zero to 100 real quick like they did and i was like i don't understand y'all like how this went so fast and i think with that i was just like f this but i was forcing myself to finish it because like i don't like not finishing a crazy drama but like that was for me like pulling teeth, like I just didn't like mm. it. And I'm also very biased because I don't, I'm not a big fan of the the main actress either. So maybe that also yeah. played into it. I like him, but I don't know, like what do you want to be sad about? Like oh, he going this place <laughs> to, to look at the weather? Like, I don't know, like it just wait. He was He's like- on Jeju Island by
2: himself. I didn't, I didn't love it. I actually didn't finish it. And okay. I don't think I have any thoughts of finishing it. I tried really hard. I think I'm like two episodes away, but okay. I just, but it wasn't the worst for me. I I, I also like Pak Min Young. So like, I think I'm biased. And I thought like, oh, it's about like weather people. Like that's kind of new. And I learned like a lot of Korean words from it. <laughs> okay. But, and like about the Korean weather service and stuff like that. But I wouldn't say it was like the worst,
1: worst. Yeah, maybe I am just biased. It's hard because, like, I actually like the other stories a little bit more. Like, the like the dad who's never home because he's so busy. Like, I appreciate those storylines. Uh-huh. But when the focus is on her, I'm like, girl, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I will say that that drama was, yeah, I, I didn't feel anything watching it. It was mm-hmm. like a have it on in the background kind of thing. And there was no other good dramas on at that time. I think yeah. it was that and then Tomorrow was on.
0: Mm, her Tomorrow uh, was and- good.
2: I liked Tomorrow. I'm still like of an episode away from finishing it because it got like really sad every episode. And it was like just very emotionally heavy Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, it's about it's it's about
1: suicide. So, um, yeah, but all
2: right. Okay.
1: I see. Okay. I want. Okay. I would love if people are listening to this episode, comment on the on the Instagram post for this, and let us. If you are not afraid, share your least favorite K drama because, like, do you agree with yeah. Anna and my in our opinion? Like, in my opinion, like, is forecasting on the weather like do people actually like it? Because I'm just like, it was just me. Like, I just didn't like it. <laughs> um. So Anna, like, I kind of shared with you that 2521 was the drama for me that didn't hit the hype. Like for you, mm-hmm. what drama did not meet the hype for you?
2: Oh man, there are two that I thought of. One, I'm super disappointed because, like, I really wanted to like it because, like, it's just, it, it I just had really high hopes. And that's Pachinko. Mm. I could not finish it. I could not even get through an
1: episode without falling asleep. I think I watched, like, three episodes. Okay. Why didn't, why did not hit, the, like, why didn't, what, what about it didn't meet, like, your expectations?
2: I think it was really slow. Mm-hmm. And then in the beginning, it anchored heavily on like the past, which I, I, I understand because of the book. I'm curious your thoughts because you loved the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, it, the, it had like all the right actors and actresses and like almost all the right pieces, but it just never clicked for me. And I think that disappointment made me not want to like re engage. I might give it another try. Mm-hmm. But I think that that was like the biggest disappointment for me. And then um, just like quickly, money heist. I don't know if it, that's even considered like a K drama, but uh, there was so much marketing, so much hype for it, especially following Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Like, we thought this was going to be like the next thing to hold us over before Squid Game 2. And it was straight up boring. Like, really? Yeah. Okay. There was like, it was, yeah, it was not good. Hmm. How about you? What do you think about Pachinko? I'm curious your, your thoughts.
1: Okay, so um, I read the book years ago because actually our really good friend Sally, we both live with her <laughs> different times in our life, recommended the book to me. And I still, from Bobby, I will say Pachinko probably, maybe for the rest of this decade, my favorite book. Best. Wow. It was just so powerful. And mm. maybe for me, because I had such a personal tie to the book, I was also very excited for the series. Mm -hmm. And when they cast Me I was like, oh, shit. Like, they're taking it to the next level. But seriously. I will say, maybe because it's been so many years since I read the book and then the series came out, when I watched it, I was like, there's a lot of parts I didn't remember. Interesting. And so it felt kind of, it didn't feel as, what is that word? It didn't feel like it flow, the story. Because I think if you guys watch Pachinko and read the book, I don't want to ruin too much, but... In the book it's 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 like a timeline. You're following a timeline. Just no breaks. There's no flash forward, what a flashback. In Pachinko, the series, they did a lot of flash forwards and flashbacks, which yeah. got confusing. I don't know why. I just think the book was so descriptive with the details and everything. Maybe pachinko was meant to just be a book because your thoughts mm. and your imagination can run more wild versus if you had to make make it into an actual show, all these little things, you're like, oh, I didn't picture it that way. Like, I don't... and, I, oh, and it's, interesting. And I don't know, because it's just like, this is a really, maybe not the best example, but I just finished the Harry Potter series, but <laughs> Harry Potter for me, and maybe it's different now, but it hit the book. Like, the book, like, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it was still very yeah. relatable. Pachinko for me, I was like, oh, that's not, mm, not how I pictured it. Like, it just was different. Mm. Maybe because it's more historical and less fantastical, but I felt like, yeah, it just didn't... I don't know. I just didn't hit it for me. Yeah. So I, I agree with you for Pachinko. Money heist. Interesting answer. I was actually it's been on my list to watch because of the whole Squid Game thing. I didn't watch the mm-hmm. original, so I guess now I don't have to. Have you said it's not worth it?
2: I mean, try it out. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious also if like anyone's listening, if you guys thought like the ending was better, maybe then like maybe I'll try it. But just could not, could not
1: get into it. Dang. Okay yeah did you have any others on your list that didn't meet the hype just 25 it, it's either like oh, e- wow. everything else is like okay that's good like you know like um i don't know i feel like i feel like the first year of the pandemic i mean okay i don't know what year it was but the year of startup crash ending one class it was like Banger after banger after banger. And then literally, I feel the last two years for me just felt like... So last year, like, they had Penthouse. I was like, yeah, I got the dramatic ass shit I could, like, lean on. This year, to be yeah. honest, like, maybe this is like, an overall commentary of, like, 2022. It was not as strong. Like, I just didn't feel, like, obsessed or, like, really into something. Yeah. And it's just, like, I, I I remember feeling, like, so... I Like, I love the year of, like, again, like, that year with all the dramas. And last year, maybe for... Me, I had Penthouse, like, season one through three to anchor me, to keep mm. me really invested. And also, watch, I watched Sky Castle. Oh, yeah. So, it was just, like, a lot of, like... And Yumi's cell to, like, really have these, like... And home t- was Hometown Chacha this year or last year?
2: Was that end of last year? Home oh, no, Chacha Oh, no, that was this
1: year. No, it wasn't. Wait, no, it, wasn't. it, it was, was last year. year. It was last year. So, I feel like yeah. we had these really solid shows from last year. This year, That's there true. was some, like... Looking at my list, there was like, Our Beloved Summer. There was 39. There was shows that were, like, good, but wasn't, like, amazing for me. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. I also think, like, that's part of the appeal. That's, like, what I expect is, like, I expect to be obsessed and hooked and binge, like, I love it when I binge a K drama, and I feel like that's like when we're you and I are like texting the most is like when we're binging something. And yeah, you're right. Like I feel like this year I didn't have as many like binge worthy things, or it was just like yeah, like last year was so good. I mean, we had like Hellbound, mm. which I thought was amazing. I don't know if you watched that. Um, I to, like, love that. Let me. It's see. like the. It was the scary like, like supernatural, right? yeah yeah but i like that one a lot i mean this year we had all of us are dead but it was just like it was okay
1: no i like
2: no (laughs) oh and then like last year we had kingdom too remember like we
1: you watched you loved or was it two years ago that was the first one we watched that was a long time ago but yeah you know what I, i pulled up my list from last year last year we had squid game which is insane yeah We had Squid Game. We had True Beauty, Hospital Playlist Season 2. We had... um, Oh, yeah, Season 2. We had the the Penthouse. The Penthouse for me was just like... Penthouse, yeah. It was like... It just did it. Because that was like all three
2: seasons in
1: one, right? And me and you (laughs) would be like freaking out the whole time. Yeah. So it's like... I don't know. I think overall, like, 2022 for me wasn't a strong year for K-dramas. It did its job. Yeah. But I guess with that said, like, you know, going back to your top three, Anna, like... Out of your top three, or maybe it doesn't have to be your top three, but, like, which K-drama would you recommend to someone to watch? Because I feel like right now, too, like, I'm, I still, I'm still trying to get people into K-dramas, and I'm just like, what do I tell them to watch this year?
2: That's a really good question, because I think they're... Okay, like, if you're looking for, like, a romance, like, watch Business Proposal. It's really easy. Um, It's, like, a good, you know... K Drama 101. If you want something like gritty, watch Little Woman. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that will suck you in and like the beauty of it. And then I think if you want something like a little bit different, so like not typical, but is still really interesting and like you'll love it, Extraordinary Tourney woo
1: What do you think? Yeah, everything that I would have said. I said for. Oh, really? Yeah. I I also said Little Woman because I think I thought that I, Mm -hmm. I feel like the general public really liked it. Like, I have friends who are like, Lurkers, or like go to watch some drama, but only watch the <laughs> yeah. really good ones. And most everyone I know have made comments and dm me about like Little Women. I watched um, and I, it Oh wow! Well. And, I, and I feel like people who aren't into K dramas could appreciate the storyline. You know what I mean? Yeah. So totally, it plays out like a movie. It does. It does. So I will also say yeah. Little Women. Um, you also did. You also gave re- good recommendations for like beginner K drama watchers. So base, would you still recommend like the top the three you you said? For any beginner watchers? Do they have to be from this year or could they be from any year? Let's do this year first. So this year would be the same.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think beginner would be probably like business proposal or extraordinary tourney woo. So what do you think?
1: I also say extraordinary tourney woo is a good starter. It's like more wholesome. And then if you want something quick, I said remarriages and desires. That's true.
2: Yeah. It's so nice because it's short, like it. It's pretty short, it's sweet, and it's, like, really sucks you in It's good.
1: Yeah, so I said that one. but also pisses you off, too. All right, so... It does. The last question, I guess, is, like, so for any new K-drama watchers out there, beginner watchers, in general, general, let's say, like, this is going to be a hard one, all Korean dramas, which dramas would you recommend? Okay, I... Two come to mind. Okay. Um, because
2: I... I watch startup at least once a year, like ever since you recommended it to me. And like, I just I love it. I'm like actually in like watching it now, like just through and I just like have it on in the background. I'm working sometimes. And like, I just love that. I also work in tech. And so I Mm. think I resonate with it a lot. But like, it's just such a good, like good mix of like humor, romance, like kind of like you know, an aspect of like what's gonna happen, and just like it's so good, honestly. I-, I think that that would be a good one. What what would you what would you say?
1: Uh, well, for context, the reason why I asked this question is because like I'm dating someone, <laughs> and he has not watched K dramas yet. So I was like, okay. And mm. he, he just finished Crash, and he was like, he liked it. But he was oh, like, he's, he's like, okay. Because I was like so my list is Crash Landing, but I, will yep. ca- I love Crash, but I will say it can be very long. And kind of sometimes had Yes. I also said Itaewon Class. Yes. It's just like this like redemption story that people love. And I also said Startup. Oh, really? Yeah, I said Startup. I I don't know why. Like again, maybe that's the the year when all I watched all these three in the same year. Yeah. Best my favorite year to watch dramas and like Startup for me between Itaewon Class and Crash, they're more lighter. And the reason why I recommend these three is that they're more they're more recent and. For me, the storyline is unique, like very different. I haven't seen this type Mm -hmm. of storyline in the Korean drama scene in a while. Startup, when I watched it, I was like, wow, this is so fresh. Like, I've not Mm -hmm. seen this at all. Like, talking about a story within tech and like, even the little scenes like of their like, um, I don't know. I just like, I really appreciate how modern it was. And I was like, this is so cool um totally because i know people that like i would recommend older dramas but like for example my roommate she doesn't like dramas that like are filmed and look really old you could just tell mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the cinematography is much better now so i think if anyone that you have friends out there that like are looking into getting into dramas or you want to rewatch some old ones these three like I, honestly after this conversation i might recommend Startup and watch it with my partner He'd be like hey let's watch this because like it's so cre- it, it has the best soundtrack yeah. too Great soundtrack. Yes. Agreed. Ugh. I'm surprised you guys haven't watched it together already. <laughs> I know. I mean, Cry- you know why? So I watched. Cry- I started Crash Within with him on some episodes, but Crash is something I watch. That's a drama I watch every year. So I kind of know mm. it too well. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen that scene. Versus Startup, I don't remember. Some stuff. So I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot also Startup makes you like Crave Corn Dogs. Random tangent. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Right? Well, okay. Thank you so much, Anna, for joining me on this episode. This includes a super fun episode of fantasy and kind of reflecting back on the K-dramas of 2022. And honestly, I know there's still like a month and a half left and there's some K-dramas left to be watched. But to be honest, I feel like this list is pretty solid.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: If you enjoy Anna's opinions and kind of want to follow her life because her life is also pretty interesting. um, Anna, where can (laughs) our listeners find you? Uh, You can find me on Instagram. I'm at my name is Anna Lee. Um, Yeah, or probably on Mel's Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I like following Anna. She always posts like her her really cute dog or a girlfriend. I'm all for that content. (laughs) Again, if you like this episode, make sure to like this IG post and comment down your favorite and your least favorite K-drama of 2022. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you again for joining me. And until next time, bye. Bye.